levels of friendships. You know, like I always think of friendships as like, you know, Amy often said the two percenters, I called those your inner circle. And then it's almost like a bullseye. Like you have Mm -hmm. like levels of friendship and that's smaller. And sometimes friends move from different levels and that's not meaning that they're not trustworthy. It's just a season of life. It's a season of time. Mm -hmm. And, and there's also, as you trust and get to know people better, they move closer into your inner circle. Yep. And Or people betray you and make bad choices and they move out and you push them out. So it's like a bullseye. It's like it, it mm. ebbs and flows. And like the outer bullseye is exactly what you said. Like I call it being the Walmart greeter. Like everyone you see that's and probably outside that's outside, outside of your circle. yeah like it's the biggest that la- circle, that biggest yeah. circle it's but everybody like, be kind and, right that's what i mean and like so when you mm. go into walmart and the walmart greeter says hello you say hello back and you say are you having a good day you say yes how about you and you and you mm-hmm. and you reciprocate that you don't tell them about your marital issues well today i've got surgery and yeah. uh, you know what's and <laughs> yeah. this is all or the feelings that i'm having about it you don't go into a car with a walmart greeter and you don't <laughs> please don't do that right yeah. but like that was <laughs> wisdom that i you know because in my life my inner circle is no by like except for my sister is no mm-hmm. biological family mm-hmm. and a lot of my biological family are walmart greeters and so you know learning in your friendships friendships who are like family friendships who are great learning that and that was a really hard skill for me because I desired so deeply to be loved and wanted Mm. as we all know that's my that's my inner fight that Mm -hmm. I would meet someone and I would just blow all my love and and all my secrets and all and I got my heart ripped out so many times because they gossiped about me or and and at one point I thankfully the Lord I had enough introspection that I was like, I think I might be doing this wrong. <laughs> I, maybe I don't need to the share. The grand it. entrance and a quick exit. Yeah. It, I, I think yeah, you come in you, fast and fast and oh okay, I don't wanna say something where it's like that's what she said. What I what am I trying to say? Well, I mean, I'm going to use Catherine. So Catherine and I became friends way later in life. And when I first met her, I did not really like her. She says that she liked me, but I think she's lying. And um, <laughs> There's still an issue of trust in that friendship. <laughs> but like we met through mutual friends. She was friends with my cousin and they did baby groups and I didn't do baby groups and Rach had just had a baby. And so I kind of was left in the lurch with all these littles. And so I... Um, started hanging out with my cousin and was super close with my cousin because she knows all my garbage. We were cousins. And so I met Catherine and I would say like if the bullseye, the center is like one and then it goes two, three, four, five, six, six as a Walmart greeter. She came in as a, as a, as a strong five, four, mm-hmm. you know, I go, I, if she bought me a coffee, I'd accept it. Not thinking she put some like, <laughs> she didn't roofie my coffee, you know, like I felt that safe, That's but it was, good. it was definitely this we did this very weird dance and she was really great friends with my cousin and I was really good friends with my cousin, but we were like, kind of like you with Amy, right? Like Mm -hmm. you, me and Amy didn't know each other very well and we've grown our friendship, but like you knew Amy really well. And then like I knew you really well. So like you were like my cousin. And so we both had this relationship with her and then we started to get to know each other and it was very slow and steady and she very slowly became a three and Mm -hmm. then some hard stuff happened and 
we were able to press in and 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 then she became a, a solid two and then things actually fell apart with my cousin and we had to have some boundaries there and she's a one like mm-hmm. she's a solid one mm-hmm. and but it was a natural it was a natural progression where other friendships you know I have that I like our friend Audra she's been a one for a lot of my life but she's been super busy and I've been super busy in our there were seasons where I talked to her every day and I haven't talked to her in months Mm -hmm. and it's not because I don't love her it's just like Mm -hmm. it's just the season that we're in and so she's probably more like a three now not and but you know what it'll be it'll be two dinners and three conversations and she'll be back to a one like there's like (laughs) yeah and that's the thing and I and that was something that was a huge growth point for me about friendships Mm -hmm. of giving people grace to move on that spectrum it doesn't have to like release the pressure release the pressure because like if I got angry at Rach for having children and not being at my house every day Mm -hmm. like she used to be (laughs) that's gonna destroy Mm. something and it's not Mm. that's not fair and it's not worth it so like Mm -hmm. Rach has always been you know a one in my life but there's been seasons when she was a three mm-hmm. and then there's been seasons when she was a two and you know she's never been a six you've never been the walmart reader <laughs> to me but like but like giving people permission to to yeah. to grow and that sometimes that growth can't be with you like i don't think yes. our friendship would have been as is would be as good as it is now if during my college years we stayed that close, I needed to separate from you mm-hmm. to find my own. I, it was almost like mm-hmm. you were my Christian family. And sometimes Christian teens need to go away from their family to really make the faith their own. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I had to do. I had to separate myself mm-hmm. from the Dickinsons a little bit so that I could be Amber. It could be Amber's faith. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I would have been able to do that with you. I don't think I would have mm-hmm. been able to grow in the same way we were just too close we would have bought we would have butt heads or you know and I think you needed some distance from me because I was always I I I was never not your equal but you were definitely wiser than me and I don't think only about things that you'd never heard of before really (laughs) I mean it wasn't like but I think it you know but I think it would have I think it helped you when I came back and mm-hmm. I had gone to college and I was dating this boy that you didn't believe. And I think when you got engaged to P, I was like, oh, crap. Now I can't be friends with her because she da- she's marrying one of the cool guys. <laughs> I, I mean, P, her husband was one of the guys who was the older, bigger kid. He's pretty cool. Who was best friends with the kid that I had a crush. Massive. Not a crush. I was madly in love with this other boy for 10 That's years. That's the boy you fl- did the belly flop for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of strange things for that went completely unnoticed and <laughs> uh, but anyway he was just one of the cool kids uh which I certainly I was not is. when I was younger and so I didn't believe her and then they were married and I, I was in their wedding I was like I guess it's happening I, <laughs> I think when I showed you my engagement ring you were like oh I think your actual response was like what yeah, you're like, he climbed up the window, a ladder into my window and proposed. And I was like, I still don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> he did. Oh, well, on the, on the note of, of the ebb and flow, and the, I, one thing, well, I think one of the saddest parts of friendships ebbing and flowing for me is when friend, close friends 
do move away far Mm. far away and your friendship changes just because of proximity that i do not love that is a reality of friendship that is very it's it's why long distance relationships most of the time do not work because Mm. we need time spent together and you need to spend time in person and honestly the last two years have shown us that that is vital for relationships to 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 stay very healthy yeah i mean it's is it possible to do virtual friendships yes but I, I feel like you stay you right stay at, at a, a level. You don't go yeah. deeper. and It's hard it's to be a one. It's hard to be a one. It's hard to be one from a distance. Yeah. And I saw there was a season where you and actually by both lost a lot of, I mean, it was like, no one's going to know who we're talking about, but we lost like a solid, gosh, it was like four married couples of our best, closest friends. Yes of all of our twos like that we uh, always yeah. hung out together we always did all kinds of stuff together we were young we were all married we didn't have kids and then all of a sudden there was like this mass exodus it was it was heartbreaking and it was so hard and some of the people I still connect with um via messenger or text or something like that but most of those people I don't talk to hardly ever some a few of them um you know shout out to our Joel and Maya who it's like there's something about their friendship that will that will never die never and and their whole lives could fall apart they're still going to be these people to us and we're still going to love them and right like, and, we'll, and same like it's like we can always have chocolate pudding with cinnamon yeah. on top and that, that was like this thing that we always did and it's like it's always going to be a joke it's always going to be like we can go right back there we pick up right where we yes. left off and even if we get all old and weird and it's fine like well we are old and weird we are very all of us are old and weird we have all got beliefs that the others don't necessarily agree with and like all these things but it's like no we just love you because you're you yeah because you're because you're the person that we've known for so many years one of the things that I value the most about friendships in general is the older people the ones that we've had forever like you and I where it's and even even people like your husband, who I adore now, and thinking back to like how young we were when I knew him, I was like, he's one of the people that I've known from basically my whole life, minus those eight years where we were super nomadic and I had no friends. But when we started going to church and we had people that we saw every week, mm-hmm. those people are still very, a lot of those people are still very special to me. And the people that were that are friends and we've just gone through a lot of the ebbs and flows together and we're still friends um i just read a lot to quote on like pinterest or something where it was like the friends that you still have after they've seen you in grade school or something like that oh, yeah. it's like if you've if you have friendships that have survived all levels of school then you've got true friends and it's it's kind of true because my gosh don't we go through so many emotional phases and then add marriage and parenthood yeah I think it's so beautiful that's what's so great like again for me who doesn't have a a good family like my friendships are my family and there Mm -hmm. is something beautiful about long lasting friendships that have lived through so many things and you're able to have history and depth with Mm-hmm. And uh, and I don't and the only way that can truly happen, I believe, is if you give each other the grace to ebb and flow. Mm-hmm. If you try to lock someone in and don't allow them to grow and 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 be understanding that that growth might not need you can't be there or you can be there, mm-hmm. but not as close as you want to or yep. and and 
be able to also say the hard things like we've both had to say hard mm-hmm. things to each other mm-hmm. and thankfully because we loved each other so long there's really nothing that Rachel could say to me that wouldn't make me not love her really and not I'm thinking I know she's like well, <laughs> challenge let me see yeah challenge and same with me like I've had to share with her stuff in my life that's been really hard that I I held for a long time just out of fear and worry and the response back was like oh and it was done and I was just like oh okay well that was a lot of my time where I was (laughs) worried about nothing you know like because I wasn't giving her the credit of we've grown as friends and that like I'm she the jig is up and she knows I'm not perfect and (laughs) the jig is up I know that she's not perfect and so Mm -hmm. there's this amount of maturity and beauty and that only happens if you allow it to happen and Mm -hmm. like you know Peter's actually because he has known you his whole life like he's Oh, like he always says about Rachel, he's like, I've never, it's been the funnest thing to see her grow and mature from that little girl I first met to who she is now. I'm super offended though. He told me once that he always pictures me as like this eight year old child (laughs) and this picture from my family every now and then it gets posted on Facebook. He's like, that's how I remember you. And I'm just like, Peter Lars. Please don't tell me that because like I literally look like a goober covered in boogers. I'm just like that's but for him like you know what I mean but like and that's the thing that is how he remembers you but now he has all this time and he's like wow but that's not who you are right? right and so we have to allow each other to grow and to change and that is a that's a that's a reciprocity that's that's an exchange like for a Mm. true friendship to grow and mature it doesn't mean you have to, like, I'm going to use me and Catherine again. Me and Catherine are polar opposites on a lot of things, politically, spiritually, and well, in some ways spiritually, but she's listening to me and she's going, well, yeah, but, like, <laughs> we, but a lot of ways we are so incredibly different, but our love for each other and that she knows that I would literally, she has to call and I will stop everything and come to her. Mm-hmm. And I know it's completely mutual. Mm-hmm. I, I, I did. When I was having a really crappy week, I called her and I said, I'm walking to Ipanema right now because I I need a cocktail. And he, she was like, I'm on my way. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll, I'll see be, you there. I'll see you there. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and she, that love covers over all the differences. Mm-hmm. But I, but in seasons of life, she, I have to let her, I know when she is pulling away from me that she's figuring some things out. Mm-hmm. And, she I respect and love her enough to let her do that knowing she'll come back to me when she's ready and when mm-hmm. she's there mm-hmm. and when she's back to me I will hear her and love her just the same mm-hmm. and and because she needs everybody needs to be able to move and grow and it's like wood like you know warp and and it condense expands, and it expand and, yeah and it doesn't mean it weathers as it gets old it does we are I am a <laughs> I am a weathered piece of wood well people. that's the thing I love I now value imperfection and flaws more than I value in people. Yes. Uh, not necessarily in other things. But I I love the differences. I love the tension. Not the bad tensions, but like I just love the difference. I love the the how everyone is so different. And I love that 
people do grow and change as long as it's not like I became a serial killer. I'd be like, I'm turning you in. That's how I'm loving you. But I, I love seeing how God just brings all of these such different people together in his own sense of irony. It's the church. It's the body. That's how, you know, we're all imperfect humans. And I think that is the beauty of friendship. And I don't think you can do that, Rach. Like what I love about you is that you can't do that for others if you don't do it for yourselves. So like you have to know that you're imperfect mm-hmm. and you like, that's what I love about like anybody tries to have a fight with Rachel now, now, not, not previous <laughs> not 15 years ago, not 15 years ago, <laughs> but now like if you were like, what you said was so cruel and mean, she'd be like, that was me actually that trying was me to being be nice. nice. <laughs> and so I'm actually yeah. way more wretched than that. But like, yeah, that ability to know yourself yeah. and your own flaws is why you can love other people's flaws. Because if you think you're the bee's knees mm. and the shadazzle and there's nothing better <laughs> than nothing better than you, yeah. who can you be friends with? And so I mm. think a lot of that is your own personal growth. It's the mm-hmm. same thing in parenting. Like you have to know that you are imperfect like I am an imperfect friend and if I and I can't be friends with a perfect friend because I can't live up to that standard and so and one of these days you're going to crash and burn right wouldn't you rather just and that's the but I think that is we're going to do another podcast about the decades I think that is what decades and age Mm -hmm. and weathering causes like all the varnish is off there's, yep. no <laughs> There's no more varnish. There's no more varnish on this. There's friendship. no more varnish on this friendship. It yeah. is, it uh-huh. is patinaed, splintered, <laughs> and it, and that's what makes it so good. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. now, what can, if I was going through something, if I was sinning in some way, if I needed help with something, why would I not go to Rachel? Because she already knows. Like, there's no like. It's already done. Mm-hmm. We've seen each other mm-hmm. and we've what we've had our babies poop on each other. We've gone through all the different <laughs> cool. layers of life. I mean, yeah, layers of life for and sure. And yep. so why there's no, but I don't like, I couldn't do that with a four or five, right? you know, like, and yeah. so, mm-hmm. and also my last piece of advice on friendship, cause I am so blessed. I think because I, my family is such a hot mess that I truly my friends are my family Mm. is that if someone has proved themselves unworthy of being a one or a two, it's okay. You can walk, you can walk away from um, friendships, even if you've had them for years and years Mm -hmm. and years Mm -hmm. and you can be kind and you can wish them well. And, but that, that there are some friendships, if they are unwilling to partner in that, reciprocity in Mm -hmm. that relationship Mm -hmm. that it is okay to step out of that even if you some people need that more than others some people are good at being like the friend who's needed all the time but never receiving right and other people can't handle that and that's that's not what I mean I mean if someone's gossiping about you or literally betraying your friendship yeah Yeah. or but you can't so you the card of being like the playing of the card of we've been friends forever does not get to be played on hurting and on being unloving or being um, just not a, an equal friend. You're right. Some people don't need it as much. But if they say to me, I need you in this point, or if I say to them, I need this, mm-hmm. and they're unwilling to give that to me, 
and it's not a big ask. It's not like I want your firstborn child. But if I say, <laughs> I'm saying like, I yeah. need you to be honest with me if you're like, if this is happening because I keep seeing you doing this thing and it makes me feel insecure. So could you love me well? And yeah. And they are like, oh yeah, yeah. And then they keep not doing it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Gaslighting. To, right. It's okay. <laughs> because I think sometimes friendships mm-hmm. because especially long-term friendships friendships you've had for a long time that feels like you're you're wasting something or you're losing something but there's friends that I've had for for a very long time that I had to walk away from because it yeah. just wasn't me many 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 and it just and it doesn't mean that they're bad people it's just not the right and again I'll see them in a grocery store and I'll always say hello and be kind and mm-hmm. ask how their kids are and you know again a good four or five like I'll mm-hmm. buy them a cup of coffee or if they bought me a cup of coffee I wouldn't think they roofied it like I again there's that <laughs> there's that amount of trust yeah but that those ones those ones are sacred mm-hmm. and those twos are really close to sacred and if mm-hmm. you and P.S. I will also say my last last thing about friendship is <laughs> a friendship is a relationship and a relationship is work. Yep. And if you and time and, time. and, and time if you spent. are unwilling to put work into your friendships, you will not have good friendships. And but you need to be a friend. You need to be, you need a, to friend. be a friend. It is not a and that is something that. I have, mm. I have always, because again, I don't have family. When my great friend Jennifer, Jennifer, um, <laughs> lived in Alabama, I called her every single week. Mm-hmm. And we went down and visited her every single year. So I saw her twice a week because she would come up and we would go down. And I called her once minimum a week. And sometimes she would call me. So it would almost be twice a week. And we had established such a strong friendship that way because we had lived together through college. She was one of my best college friends. Mm-hmm. And it was almost really hard when we came, she came back because hmm. our friendship had always been this one way and we didn't know how to mm-hmm. transition it. And yep. we transitions it, are hard. <laughs> and so we did, we kind of, she became a three, four, right? What does this look like now? Just like having babies. Yeah. Wait, what does our friendship look like now? Right. Like what, how do we, how, so, you know. Like. And she had to work out her own things and I could smell it. I could see it happening and I, but I knew that our friendship was strong enough that it could be a three, four and it would come back. Mm-hmm. She's, she's one of my two ones. She's mm-hmm. for sure one of my one twos. And that, but I had to let her go back there because mm-hmm. if I tried to fight that, it, it, we, it probably our friendship would diminish, but we worked at our friendship. Mm-hmm. My forever neighbor, Anne, who now lives in Texas, I work at that friendship. I try mm-hmm. to make sure that I'm always a soft place for her to land. It's way harder and it gets harder and harder the longer mm-hmm. they're away. But like, and my, our lives get busier. But I was there when her baby's her baby was born in Maine. And I was on FaceTime literally the next day when she had her second daughter in Texas. Like, I was there and I'm going to always be there and she's going to, you know, like. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know who this is. I, right. I only know her by her name, my neighbor, Aunt. Yeah. And so, I, and that's, that's another thing that's okay. You can have best friends mm-hmm. who have other best friends that you don't even know. I and know. you just kind of have to have a mad respect for and trust in your friendship. Yep. I do struggle with that with a few of my close friends. I might as well say it. Amy's one of them because she's um, so 
she's so uh, willing to die for everyone. Mm-hmm. Like she, she is anyone and funny, everyone. Yeah. And, and she's also very kind and, and has a high octane level of energy for everyone. Whereas I am low energy for multiple people. I, I have my people and I, I will die for them, but I, I don't have a whole lot left. And right. that comes down to her being a massive extrovert and me being a massive introvert. But it's hard to share her. And and, mm, and I, so I've, honest, I've told her yeah. that before. You know, it's like if we do a plexus thing together, she wants to take care of everybody in the room. And she's going to take care of the person who feels the least welcome first. Because she cares. She, she's right. very empathetic and she can sense. And she'll be like, well, she's like, well, Rachel, you know I love you. So I don't have to even say hi to you. I mean, she will. But then she'll right. be like, run off to someone else. And I'll be like, I would be happiest if I was standing next to my bestie the whole time. That's how I would be. Like, I want that. She can't be that for everybody. And she can't be that for me when she's taking care of a whole team. Right. And so I just have to, as a grown woman, I can handle it. You right. know, but the, the little girl talking inside my head well, and you, saying, you were brave enough to have that conversation with her too. Because oh, when multiple she re- times, multiple times. Because when you release that out, then it's no longer a deep, dark secret inside your uh-huh. heart. No, I, I try not to have any deep, dark secrets anymore because I'm like, this is really not helping anybody, especially myself. And right. one of the reasons why we did this podcast right, was to literally be- to be like, look, let's just be real. Yeah. Let's be real because there's not enough of this everywhere and no, everyone right. is just functioning at this level of sort of pretense where we're like who is anybody anymore and like we really need to just anti-lobby talk strip people. it down and be like look we all know we're human okay yep and i think <laughs> be and honest. that's the beautiful and that's the beautiful thing i mean i think that you will like most things most things in life you get what you put into it mm-hmm. and i am overwhelmed by and I again I'm always shocked when Rachel polos me and is like I haven't heard for you in two days I'm freaking out are you okay how's everything going (laughs) yeah and and I'm like oh because we do we live in our own yeah I am loved and Mm. and you know when when Catherine will leave instantly and meet me to have a cocktail Mm-hmm. Because I just have had the worst day and I need, I just need to not be in my house. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it, and that is a beautiful thing. And that is a gift. Friendship is the best gift God gives us, I believe. You know, because family. A friend sticks closer than a brother. That is a that, Bible verse. I don't know what Bible, Bible verse. And Proverbs. It is a, a Bible and, verse. And it is a friend because like you're genetically obligated to in some ways love your family. Mm-hmm. You know, you're fam- you also can't choose them. You're born right. into it. Right. It's your family of origin. But friendships are something that are cultivated and grow and change. And, and to some extent chosen and chosen. Because oh, I kind of totally be like, chosen um, friends. yeah, no, thank you. Right. I feel like you and I are exceptionally blessed with a very huge outer circle and and, and the one sort of in between where it's like, I feel like at any point, if we didn't have support, like if you died, I could, I could really, really like draw close to someone and and mourn 
you with someone else from yeah. that slightly outer circle and yeah, be like, I need a, I need another friend who's this, you know, not that it would ever take the place of you, but yeah, it's like, I feel like we're very blessed uh, with. Put out your applications to be Rachel's <laughs> <That's> replacement. <right. laughs> Hello, yeah, good luck. Girls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but I, no, I we are we I have an exceptionally like big am, circle of yeah. sweet, sweet people. I am people. very blessed. I am very blessed to have a very large three four. Yeah. And I feel that and I know it and I Honestly any of them where it's like if we were in some sort of deep water, we'd be like, Help and multiple people would be like, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Know? And I think that that is a beautiful gift. And I think friendship is a beautiful gift. And a friend does stick closer to her brother. And hey, Rach, I'll get the milk with you anytime. Yes. (laughs) Milk great, buddy. Verse Proverbs. um, A friend is closer than a brother. Yeah, we should be finding that out. Should we find that out? I don't stick closer than a brother. Proverbs 17, 17. A friend loves at all times. And a brother is born for trouble. That's not the way that I wanted it said. (laughs) That must be a different version. Nope. The version we're thinking of is a friend sticks closer than a brother. Is is that just an ancient proverb and not a biblical proverb? Which I've done already on this show. I've like quoted something. You're like, that's not from the Bible. Oh, there's the Holy Bible. Deep cut again. (laughs) And a brother is born for adversity. Is that what it said? It's true. (laughs) It is. It's true. Yes, we are. Do, 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 do. Am I dating myself that I know the Jeopardy theme song? So a friend loves at all times and a brother is born for adversity. That's just what you already said. Why does my brain remember probably Aesop's fables instead as (laughs) biblical truths? Like that is a problem. I've got to like really work on this. Okay. Okay, so we'll just what I was remembering loves at all times. Friend loves at all times. All and a brother time. is born to drive you crazy. <laughs> or a sister. Or, or an mother. auntie or a mother or a dad or